Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Friday, February 16th. I'm Jonathan All. Illinois looks to become the 11th state to allow terminally ill patients to end their own lives with medication. For so many people, having this option is so crucial and brings them comfort at the end of their lives. And I think it's really important. We'll hear from a longtime advocate of so-called right to die legislation coming up on The Gateway. Kansas City Council member Andrea Boo was at the Chiefs Championship rally this week when gunshots rang out. She and her son were rushed into the building for safety. Boo said she's now feeling frustrated because even as an elected official, she can't do anything to pass meaningful gun control laws. That's because Missouri bans any local municipalities from passing their own gun regulations. We are limited and those um, at the state and, and frankly at the federal level have refused to act. Boo said she doesn't think the deadly shooting will lead to any change in Missouri, which has some of the weakest gun control laws in the U.S. Missouri Speaker of the House abruptly ended a press conference yesterday after a series of questions on gun control. As St. Louis Public Radio Sarah Kellogg reports, the comments come just a day after the deadly shooting at the Chiefs' celebration in Kansas City. Speaker of the House Dean Plocker said more than once that the House was waiting for Kansas City to conclude its investigation on the shooting before making additional comments. We are looking at that investigation as it's unfolding. Obviously, we're rather sorry for those that have lost their lives. They're heavily weighed on our on our shoulders as we as we saw what happened. And as that unfolds, we'll have greater comment. Upon further questions on the deadly shooting, Plocker said they had already addressed that topic and then ended the press conference. The Republican-controlled Missouri legislature has consistently refused to consider gun control measures. One of the bills on the House calendar for first-round approval would allow firearms on public transportation and within places of worship. In Jefferson City, I'm Sarah Kellogg, St. Louis Public Radio. Eight people are still hospitalized after the shooting at the Super Bowl celebration in Kansas City on Wednesday. Three kids are being treated for gunshot wounds and are expected to make a full recovery. Three adults are in critical condition. Dr. Dustin Neal is the medical director for University Health's trauma program. He said responders on the scene helped get the worst injuries to operating rooms quickly. The people who came first and second were the ones that had to go to the operating room, and that's what you want when you triage because the the ones that need to be saved need to get here first. One other patient is hospitalized with injuries from fleeing from the crowd. In other news, this week the Springfield, Missouri City Council voted to ban video lottery terminals. Gregory Holman reports. After outcry from business owners who say their shopping centers have fallen prey to drugs and crime, Springfield City Council voted 9-0 to zero to ban video lottery terminals. Unlike riverboat casinos, VLTs are largely unregulated by state law, but the gaming machines have proliferated in gas stations and retail settings across southwest Missouri's largest city, says Mayor Ken McClure. What we have witnessed is the harm to public health, safety, and welfare caused by these devices. Officials say Springfield is likely the first Missouri city to ban video lottery terminals. I'm Gregory Holman. Former Illinois Republican State Senator Sam McCann pled guilty yesterday on all counts in his federal corruption trial. The sudden announcement came as prosecutors were preparing to rest their case during McCann's trial in Springfield. 
McCann is accused of converting hundreds of thousands of campaign dollars to personal use. On Thursday, prosecutors played more than three hours of recordings made by federal agents who met with McCann on separate occasions in 2018. McCann's trial had been delayed on numerous occasions, including in November when he fired his legal team and last week when he was admitted to a St. Louis hospital for an undisclosed health issue. Judge Colleen Lawless has scheduled McCann's sentencing for June. St. Louis artists are finding lots of visibility for their work in a place many hadn't expected to, St. Louis Lambert International Airport. As St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin reports, 12 exhibitions around the airport provide exposure for local artists working in a wide range of styles. About 16 million people make their way through Lambert International Airport every year. For artists who sometimes struggle to get exposure, that's a lot of eyeballs. Chevarier is an artist who creates portraits of black women who are icons in the worlds of hip-hop and R&B. She's been surprised by how much response she's gotten since her work was installed in Terminal 2 in October. People take selfies and like post on social media and tag me or like send me videos of themselves in the airport with the artwork or at the exhibition. It actually means a lot. New artwork rotates in every six months. Artists receive stipends of up to about $3,500. The airport pays for the program through grants and other fundraising. I'm Jeremy Goodwin, St. Louis Public Radio. Illinois lawmakers want to allow terminally ill patients to end their lives on their own terms. A new proposal in the state Senate would let people with a prognosis of six months to live or less get a prescription for medication that they would administer themselves. It was introduced late last week. Kadeen Bennett from the ACLU of Illinois spoke with reporter Alex Degman. She says they've been advocating for this since the late 1990s. I think we're at a point where people understand that this issue is a really important thing. The idea that somebody who is terminal, so they have a prognosis of six months or less to live, deserve the opportunity to um, have access to medication that would allow for them to end their life in a peaceful manner. How safe and effective are these medications that we're talking about here? So they are very safe, like most medications that you're allowed to take uh, for end-of-life care in other states. So we don't know of any examples in other states where it's been um, harmful to a patient. It's effective in that it's a, a prescription that a doctor gives a patient who is terminal so that they're able, you know, there's some guardrails in place. The patient has to be able to ingest the medication. And once they ingest, they uh, transition into a peaceful sleep and then um, they are able to end their suffering. Are there safeguards in place to ensure people aren't making a decision out of haste? Because, you know, they're, I mean, they just got the worst news of their life, right? How does this legislation ensure that they're able to sit back for a minute, take a beat, fully take stock of the situation and not rush into any major decisions right away? Yeah, so similar to other states, um, the way that this would work is that you would have to um, have a diagnosis of being terminal, so six months or less to live. You'd have to be an adult, so somebody who's over 18 years of age. You would have to be able to have the mental capacity to make the decision for yourself. So you would go to a doctor, say, you know, doctor, I'm terminal. I would like to explore medical aid in dying. Uh, You would have to do um, an oral request. Then there is a um, uh, another guardrail of having a written request. 
And then no less than five days after your first oral request, you have to make another oral request. So at the second oral request, so that's oral, written, oral, then you are able to um, move forward in the process. Now, are all doctors going to be required to participate in this and write prescriptions if that's what their patients want? Nope. Uh, we have the uh, healthcare right of conscience law in Illinois. No doctor is required to provide this care. No medical health professional is required to, to, to participate in this care at all. It does say that if I if you're my doctor and I come to you asking for that care and you don't provide it, there is some built-in language that would require that the healthcare provider make sure you transfer that patient's records in a timely manner, which is important for somebody who's terminal, and make clear that you don't provide that care. And that kind of leads into my next question, which is that, you know, some people are against this. Uh, they, among other things, are saying that conjures up visions of Dr. Jack Kevorkian and assisted suicide. But why is this different? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's unfortunate to combine those two things. We're talking about um, an end-of-life option for somebody who's facing a terminal illness, so six months or less to live. Um, assisted suicide is something that's very different. It doesn't require any kind of terminal diagnosis. For so many people, having this option is so crucial and brings them comfort at the end of their lives, and I think it's really important. I understand that people are opposed to it, but this is a end-of-life option that nobody is forced to, to um, engage in if they don't want to. Either they don't have to take it if they don't want to, they don't have to provide this care if they don't want to. That was Kadeen Bennett from the ACLU of Illinois speaking with reporter Alex Stegman. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music is by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Jonathan All, and from the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Have a great weekend. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.